tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Hello! Welcome! Yeah! Guys, welcome to the King of the Nights After Buzz After Show. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. With me, as always, Curtis Armstrong. Hello, Yael. <laughs> we are talking about Invasion of the Nerd Snatchers. Yes. We are almost at the season finale, which is so sad. It's really sad, and it really bothers me, frankly. I mean, it's one of those things where now suddenly it's Monday, and I'm thinking, you know, by 10 o'clock on Friday... I'm going to have nothing to do with my life. Uh, you know, it's just suddenly, I mean, it, because, you know, once we get geared up to start this show, it's all this show. Yeah. You know, starting in about December, this is the primary thing on my mind, whatever else I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. And yeah. uh, then it's just waiting to find out if we come back or not. Well, I, I decision. We're coming back. I'm making that call. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm so thrilled. You're, you're, you're we welcome. should have a party. Yeah. That's what I do. I make these decisions. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm really sad because we lost two today. I know. It was a bad. This was a bad week. Yeah. Is losing two at once is hard. Yeah. And. And, you know, especially those two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, losing Amanda and Rochelle at the same time is... Yeah. People had trouble with that, I think. Yeah, understandably so. It felt like we watched two set, Like, we got a double episode. It felt like that. It's mm-hmm. really funny. I mean, the the double elimination, even though you're doing... I mean, also because you're out of the team, mm-hmm. uh, the team game. So you're into just two separate... Yeah. Challenges. So it doesn't feel like the previous ones, mm-hmm. plus two people get sent home. Yeah. Which is. And it's, they're two wonderful people. Not that we haven't had all wonderful people. No, they're all wonderful people, and we hate seeing all of them go. Yeah. Um, but I think we were talking earlier about the fact that when they, uh, you know, when they realized, when, when Bobby and I were talking about the the uh, invasion of the nerdy snatchers Mm -hmm. uh, that you know it was a big shock to them the truth is this episode in in the number is the one where that always happens I I mean that's the way it's been for three Mm -hmm. this was the third season so so it's been like that before and they're always ahead of us the nerds are always ahead of us so I think they knew that this was coming on some level yeah but nevertheless being told that it was was a big shock to them we, yeah and we hate it i mean we you know it's not like we get any pleasure out of it i don't believe <laughs> that well it's true we don't i mean you know if there was a way of keeping all of them i you know they'd never go home as well, far as i'm concerned i would watch that show i know just mm-hmm. stick a bunch of nerds in a house and keep them there keep them there yeah. permanently yeah we'll call that pocket nerds i know but <laughs> they, they're in your pocket yeah but you know i mean there are issues like you know amanda has children she, she needed to get back to her children. So, you know, 
That's not an excuse. People have <laughs> lives and no. lovers and all that stuff and spice. So. Well, I refuse to accept that. All right, okay. <laughs> um, we will soon be talking to Rochelle, um, who also was eliminated. And I'm so sad. I'm I just, know. I really... First off, uh, so we've discussed this. None of my predictions have been no. correct. No, I predicted two things that did come true. One was that someone would throw something, that Todd would throw something, um, and Xander pointed out that he threw a fit. Right. So, sure, I'll take it. And not a glitter th- fit, no. either. That no. was that was a different sort of fit. Yeah. Um, and the other prediction I had was that the beating of the zombie heads would be kind of like a pinata that you have to get something out of it. And that oh. there would be stuff in it. Oh. I also got that one correct. So that's two predictions I got correct. All the rest of mine, which have been very bold predictions, were all very wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You were wrong. I am terrible at this game. Well, you know what? It's, I mean, if we're, you're actually very good at it, but, you know, we, we work hard to try to keep it, you know, elusive. Yeah. So I guess we've succeeded in yeah. some ways. Congratulations. I, I don't, I'd hate to think of the day where everybody is going to be able to predict who the next one is going home. Well, I never knew. I just made stuff up. I just guessed. Oh, well, then that explains yeah. it. Yeah. I No, this show is always, has always eluded me. Um, so, all right, before we talk to Rochelle, let's, let's start talking about Melt My Face Off for a bit. Yes. Because I want to know, is there, do you guys, did you make too much goo this season? And we had to burn it yeah. off? Uh, no, it's just that we thought that, you know, the, the more, the better. You know, I mean, if you're if you have an alien who is spewing, there's Rochelle. Hi, Rochelle. Um, so I'm just explaining about why we sprayed so much goo on you. Um, it was a visual thing that, you know, we had to keep dumping the goo to get the the uh, really effective shot of. Yeah. Of having their their faces. I feel like there were a lot of dirty jokes that could have been made. There were, actually. Uh, there was at least one. Lily made one, which someone misses. Everyone misses her joke, and I don't understand why. Her joke to Ben. It's Ben, I think. What was the joke? Well, he he, uh, he was saying uh, uh, something about uh, w- when he finally gets... Uh, He's af- he says something about being afraid of getting mm-hmm. getting uh, uh, the stuff in, 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 shot in his face and Lily said, well, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and I I thought it was great. And, and we were all sort of going, well, I wonder if we can actually use that or not. And not only did we use it, no one gets it for some <laughs> reason. It just passes us. I mean, you straight up said something about getting two blasts in the face is how you get eliminated. Yes. Um, there were just so many good ones. I wrote them all down. I was so excited. It was, yeah. It okay. Was, <laughs> I was... Sorry, that was. I was like, "Where are the dirty jokes, guys?" Well, you know, I mean, you know, we're you know, we, we, there are limits. But I, I disagree. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Rochelle. Hello. Rochelle's here. Hello. Hi, Curtis. Hi, hun. How are you? Good. How are you? Very, very good. Very glad to see you. I'm glad. I can't see you, but I'm glad to hear your voice. I yeah, I know. Well, you look <laughs> lovely, and um, and you know what? Uh, you want to start with Rochelle. I have one thing I want to say about Rochelle. Go for it before you bring up anything. Okay. Because I just want to get it out. Um, because uh, uh, I've told her this. I'm sure she probably knows what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but you know, every uh, you know every season you have people who bring special things to the show, and everybody brings something to the show, mm-hmm. and. And that's why they're there. 
because we have a, a sense that they are, you know, special people for some reason or another. And what Rochelle did uh, in episode three uh, was so gorgeous and so dramatic uh, when Todd got upset and started yelling at Lily. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was at that moment, and we were watching as it happened, and we went... Ah, no, no, it can't be because it was episode three, the previous season that Zach mm-hmm. went off on Mary Kate, right? And we thought it's complete repeat, and now we're going to have to deal with all of the you know fallout. And the reason that we didn't have to deal with the fallout is because of Rochelle, and what she did was by going to. Todd and not yelling at him and not being abusive, but being firm Mm -hmm. and saying, you have to, you have to, you can't play like that. You have to be nice. And, uh, and changing Todd's goof completely. Mm -hmm. She did something hugely important for Todd and she did something hugely important for us. And this is the end that I'll say about it. But when we did, when we were in pre-production, uh, post-production, and I went in with the other producers and we're all jammed into this little tiny editing bay mm-hmm. watching that episode or the first cut of that episode. And after the episode, I turned to the rest of them and said, you guys should be sending her the biggest effing bouquet of flowers <laughs> in the world because she saved our asses and i don't think they ever sent you the flowers but no. um <laughs> but we were <laughs> thinking about it so anyway that's all i wanted to say now you talk yeah no rochelle i am so i'm so excited to be talking to you but so bummed to be oh. talking to you um trust me trust me i know <laughs> i I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was rooting for you. Um, Aww, I tried to you. be I tried to be unbiased through the show. Good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for before we get into anything, I want to know if you slipped Pendula at your number. <laughs> you know, I should have. I should have. Uh, I thought Pendulette was going to come back to our bunk. That's what I was under the impression of. But he did not show back up to the pod. So I was rather disappointed. Damn. I mean, I, I appreciated that you offered because I was saying last week I would have. Yeah. Agreed. Pendulette. I was like, please just join us. Yeah. <laughs> come to our pod. Um, all right. Let's talk about Melt My Face Off because you dominated that game. And... <laughs> And also, it was the first time, really, that you snuck up on everybody. Uh, it's true, and I think that's why Ben didn't let me get away with it. Um, uh, one of the biggest things is a lot of people said I didn't take like a leadership role, and that was one of the things I didn't want to do. I didn't necessarily want to just play it safe and just hide the whole time. I wanted to contribute to my team, but I didn't want to have a lot of attention drawn to me, so that way people wouldn't throw me in. And um, the, individu- the individual challenge was scary because... That's the first time I was like, well, I want to win. So obviously I want to win the challenge. So I have to try as hard as I can. I don't want to like hide it or not look like I'm good at stuff. And um, I mean, I came on the show to do two things. I wanted to last pass the first episode and I did. Congratulations. And I wanted to prove myself. And the first individual challenge, I got second. So you know what? I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, you were amazing. I, I want to know, <laughs> have you watched any Game of Thrones now? 
Um, I've actually seen all of Game of Thrones, and I've started reading the books. So, yes, <laughs> Good. Uh, I am officially caught up on Game of Thrones, and I can name houses. <laughs> Great. So you're ready for the next one. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but we'll probably not have that question again, so, you know. <laughs> but now you can go to Trivia Night, and you'll do fine. That's yes. That's important. Yes, very um, important. So I want to talk about, up until this point... How you, you've been a really great team member. You've always been there. You've always been a great supportive role. Um, but why do you think it is that you didn't take a leadership role? Did you feel like there were others that kind of took the role and you were like, all right, great, I don't need to? Or do you feel like they kind of wouldn't allow you to? Uh, well, part of me was a strategy thing. Like I said, like I, I definitely wanted to contribute, and I did. I pulled mm-hmm. my weight quite a bit. Like I know it doesn't always show on TV, but like in the CSI challenge, and I mean a lot of the challenges, the dance and the singing challenge, like I really pulled my weight. So I mean there were things that weren't my forte, but there were things that were. Um, but with the leadership thing, yeah, part of it was strategy. I didn't really want to take the leadership role because I didn't want fingers pointed at me. Mm-hmm. And part of it was Caitlin was a good leader. I mean she really was. So it was nice to have Caitlin, and I got along with Caitlin. And as much much as Lily and I are great friends now and we love each other now, being in a competitive environment together, it was impossible to take anything over Lily because it was just like, she was like, I'm good at it and this is, I'm the best and I'm confident. And I was like, okay, then you're getting fingers pointed at you and I'm going to let you take the downfall then and I will just contribute as much as I can. So I think that was a very smart and very (laughs) clever way to do it. I love it. I'm so, oh, I'm so sad. (laughs) I was too. What what is so sad about it is my strategy going in was so good for the game. Like, Mm -hmm. it was so good. And then I just started eating my hair and letting myself get into my head and just completely forgot what the goal was. So, well, let's, let's talk about pocket nerds. So you never played Stratego. I had never played Stratego, um, but I was doing very well against Jonathan. And actually, Caitlin came in one time as well. What it doesn't show is Caitlin helped Lily and I both, Mm -hmm. but she helped Lily first. So then she came and she let me play against her. And she was like, I beat Lily. And I was like, okay. And so I played against her and I actually beat Caitlin. And I was like, oh, okay, so this strategy is really good, which is what I took into the nerd off. And then for some reason, I forgot to just go for the flag because I could have just went for the flag the entire time because I knew exactly where her astro nerd was. So I, for some reason, I chased her astro nerd. Like, I just started panicking. I don't I don't know. I, I forgot it was capture the flag. I thought it was capture the astro nerd, I guess. I mean, I think that happens when you're under pressure and when you're... Not only that, but, I mean, you know, no one ever realizes, looking at the final cut, how long... <laughs> <laughs> these these are i mean they go on and on and both of these the the um melt your face off and uh the stratego one um pocket nerds. pocket nerds um both of those went on twice the length three times the length of i mean it goes on and on and on and on and the sun was setting on the pocket nerds <laughs> i mean we were we were running out of time of daylight because these take a long time and you're hot and you're under pressure mm-hmm. and you know you know that you're down to it and i mean it's enormously stressful doing these kinds of things even though physically it doesn't require a lot but right. um they were um they were really killing it 
Well, yeah. at least uh, you were sitting. Lily and I's nerd off took like two or three hours or something. I mean, it was extreme, and nobody thought like it was the longest game of Stratego in history. Yeah. I, like, I feel like we should petition the Guinness Book of World Records because <laughs> it was a very long game, and I felt very good because Lily had been playing it her whole life. So the fact that like I still lasted that long on a game with her and still almost came back after messing up, like I felt really good. Like I felt really good about it. It yeah. was a good. It was a good loss. Yeah, it was it was very that that's a great way to look at it. It was a very solid loss. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um so, and it was all my fault, so it's not like I could be mad at anyone. Like I was like, well, I got into my own head and I messed it up, but you know, one thing that was really cute is that I tease my boyfriend cuz he eats his hair. That's not something I do. And so when I came home, I was like, "Look, babe, I got something." <laughs> How what was it tasty? I um, you know, I don't actually even remember it being in my mouth. I didn't know I did it until I got off the platform. And Jonathan was like, did you know your the whole entire hair, like all of it was all in your mouth? I was like, nope. <laughs> but good to know. I'll, I guess I'll see it. <laughs> so when you're playing there, you can't hear the other three, you know, sitting and, and gabbing in the corner, correct? Right. I can see them. Mm-hmm. Like I was facing them. So I could see them saying things. And I knew not to say that I messed up out loud. But I had actually like, I don't know, all of it's filming and, you know, you see what it's cut down to. But I had actually started to say something and then didn't finish it before I asked if I could change it because mm-hmm. I thought maybe I still had time to save it. So it was my bad not understanding like what I could do and what I couldn't do. And so I wasn't necessarily trying to give it away. But, um, you know, it happened. But, yeah, I couldn't hear him. And I seem to remember, if I'm not wrong, that <laughs> when you asked, we had to actually stop. Yeah. And and consult the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we figured we had to do that a couple times. Yeah. Um actually. It was the thing that was most stressful about that is in a game of Stratego, um, you know, you have those darked out blocks where you can't like nobody can move on those blocks. And you really work around those. And when you're playing that life-size board, I couldn't actually see where the blocks were. So a lot of it was me, like, trying to, like, see over my pieces to make sure I was moving them in the right spot. So it was really, I mean, there was a lot of elements into that. It wasn't just a game of Stratego. Like, it was very complicated. It looked very complicated. And and you definitely see it in the show with you trying to look over. And I thought you were just trying to see what the letters were because you're so (laughs) tiny. I know I was I was definitely short I had was not a fun just like Heather was too short for her barrel and had to climb in it I was too short for my game pieces exactly definitely not a fun time and I wore a sweater in California in heat (laughs) and that's in in you know Eagle Rock heat which is like out here it's like where we are I mean it's it was miserably hot right it was so hot my face was just drenched in sweat it was awful I feel like the whole season, every episode where we're outside, everybody's sweating. Yeah, everybody yeah. is. It's terrible. I mean, we shoot it in July. You know why? <laughs> That's when we can do it. But well, and half the time I'm crying. Like you can see me in the video, and I'm always like this. And it's because the sun was in my eyes and my eyes were just watering. So, yes, I'm crying sometimes, but sometimes, like, the sun is just glaring into my eyes so bad that I'm, like, over there wiping it. Even, like, the first time you meet us on the mats, I'm over there going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. Are there any final thoughts? Oh, no. I just, uh, I think, you know... uh 
I'm, you know, I get I get uh, sentimental about these. Oh, Papa know. nerd. So uh, anyway, she was she was wonderful, of course, and um, and did and did a great great job. Yeah, beginning to end. Um, will you let people know where they can find you on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff? Yes. Um, so I'm Llama Lamb on Instagram and Twitter and even Steam, like everything. I am Llama Lamb, which is just L-L-A-M-A-L-A-M-B. Um, and Facebook would be Rochelle Peekaboo, like Pikachu, but Peekaboo. Awesome. <laughs> so um, that's where everybody can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see more of you uh, next week. Because yes. you're still there. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> um, and hopefully next time you're in California, we will yes. see you. I'll be there for San Diego Comic-Con. So. Oh, great. Awesome. Yep. Great. Okay. We'll take care, hon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Well, we, uh, before we discuss with Amanda her uh, her whole situation, yeah. um, I want to talk a little bit more about Melt Your Face Off. Yeah. Um, how many categories did you guys have? Oh, um, I don't know the exact number. We had a lot of categories because mm-hmm. we had no idea how knowledgeable they all were. Yeah. I mean, we all figure, you know, thinking just a, like take Caitlin, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, Caitlin, I had a feeling, you know, the science ones she would be able to kill without problems. Yeah. But then I thought, you know, something like, like, uh, first generation, um, uh, uh, what do you call Pokemon. it? Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. First generation Pokemon. I, you know, I thought that would just be, there's no way she would know any of those. Mm-hmm. She just didn't strike me as being someone with that type of right. knowledge. And she just killed. You know, I mean, this is the thing that gets me about all of them. Everybody who was in that challenge was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And again, saying, uh, emphasizing the fact that people did not know how, uh, how long those challenges went on right yeah for example there's a moment where uh bobby is saying i'm sorry i'm sorry uh jonathan but katie has already been mentioned once Mm -hmm. which was when we went into this thing of saying all right uh, the the subject was previous competitors on king of the nerds right and that went on. I mean, all you see is that one little clip. Right. But it had gone on and on and on to the point that Katie was ma- named twice, <laughs> you know. So they they were amazing. I mean, they just, it seemed like everybody had extensive knowledge in every area. Were there any categories that you were like, oh, everyone's going to get this or no one's going to get this and then the opposite happened? No, I didn't feel like any, no, because I thought... There were, in their frame of reference, mm-hmm. there was a wide enough range of things that there would be some that people just wouldn't get. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Harry Potter spells. Right. You know, I, how how many can you remember, really? I mean, unless you're... And I, I don't know how how knowledgeable they all are about the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. I figure that some of them are and some of them aren't. But they just kept going. Did you guys have judges on hand with you? Because like Harry Potter spells, for example. Well, this is this is you know the Genevieve department. This mm-hmm. is the challenge department, right? right? And so they had mm-hmm. given us you know all of these you know multiple big thick stacks of cards for each one. Yeah. So you know we would just keep going until we ran out. We never ran out. 
Right. But they did so many extra to keep us covered that we didn't have to worry about that. Were there any categories that you wish you would have gotten to that you had seen before? No. Okay. I, I, I don't remember. Okay. I mean, that was... I My heart... I, I said this when I was tweeting. Mm-hmm. My heart was racing during this challenge. Yeah. Racing. Much more partially because as opposed to strate- uh, the uh, pocket nerds, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a, a careful, slow game. And this was lightning. Yeah. You know, and the stress of going from one person to the next person to the next person. I mean, I can't imagine what they were feeling, mm-hmm. but I was going out of my mind. Well, let's talk about those pods that they're in. <laughs> well, you should ask them about that. They were actually in them. What do you know what they were made of? Or? They were made of alien eggs. Right. Were they sitting in them or standing in them? <laughs> they were standing in them. And the unfortunate thing is that they were, we, of course, at this stage in the game, we have no idea who's going to be there. Right. So someone like Rochelle, who's short, is in, they're all identical. So she had to stretch up and get her, you know, it was incredibly uncomfortable for somebody her height. Yeah. Whereas somebody like Ben is extremely comfortable. I didn't realize how tall he was until this episode. Yeah. I don't think we ever see them all just lined up by height. No. And you can't tell in this, but the truth is it's, you know, there, there are tall ones and short ones. And, uh, and the ones who were short were really uncomfortable on top of everything else. Yeah. On top of getting shot in the face, right? Um, I I'm sad about this this goo stuff because why are you sad? I'm about sad it? about it. I'm, well, first I'm sad that the, I feel like there were dirty jokes that were missed, and that makes me sad. Um, but also because in previous episodes we had Heather on describing that it's a glue based mm-hmm. thing and that it was gross and that it was terrible, and then we discussed the smell of it, and Xander had some thoughts on what it smelled like. Oh, I missed that. I'm uh-huh. sorry, I missed that. Yeah, um, I'm not I can only imagine. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so to see it not only make a comeback, but then shoot people so, in so the face. So to speak. Yeah. <laughs> ha. Um, uh, so <laughs> yes, it made me sad. I was like, no, like more I of feel, this. I feel bad for them now that I know what it's made of. Oh yeah, that it's okay. gluey and gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be alien queen acid. Uh-huh. You know, so you know they're they're better off really than they could have been. That's true. I mean, um, looking at it on the bright side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, while we wait for Amanda to join us, I want to take a moment to talk about iTunes. That's right, guys. We're available on iTunes. If you haven't already subscribed, the season's almost over, and you're a disappointment. So subscribe. Um, if you also don't know this, we're on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing all the colorful uh, hand gestures that we make. <laughs> and we do make very colorful hand gestures. Yep. I'm making one right now. <laughs> yeah, you better go on YouTube and check it out. So hit subscribe there as well. And on iTunes, leave a comment, uh, rate, and review us. If you like us, we expect five stars. And if you don't like us, you can give us four stars. And if but you, nothing below that. Yeah, there is, there are no other options. It's five or four. Um, and leave a comment. And usually I read those comments out. And next week I will. That's, yeah, make you come back next week. Well, I'm going to be back next you week. You better be back yeah, next week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the big one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right. Is Amanda on the line? Do we have her? Oh, we will in a second. Ah, exciting. Ah, this is the big moment. This is the big moment. Um, Amanda. Hello. Hello. Hi. 
Hi, Amanda. We're still looking for you. We see, we hear you, but we don't see you yet. Oh, let me and turn off. and I we turn see the our booth. there she is. Hello. Hi. Hi, Hi Amanda. Do you want to? Uh, uh, do I want to what? Do you want to take it? Take it away. Oh, I well, I yeah, I want to. <laughs> I want to start. I know. Um, um, because it, this is always my favorite part because I get to talk to to hey. my friends and. Um, uh, I think Amanda knows that uh, I have a particular soft spot for book nerds. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I saw your tweet and it warmed my heart. Well, I seriously think about it all the time. It meant a lot. <laughs> it, it is really true. And and Amanda is an old school book nerd. Yeah. And uh, she did such an awesome job on this show just in general. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was magnificent the way she played this game and the way she worked with people on this game was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, Thank uh, you. and, uh, so in addition to my, uh, appreciation for what, what really inspires her, um, I also just think she was tremendous on this show. Oh, and, Curtis, uh, that means so much to me. Well, it's true, and we we missed you terribly. Even though you didn't leave, we still know, missed you terribly. Was, honestly, if I had to go out, it was a pretty good time to go out because I just came right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were you were the perfect person for that. So right. I feel like also you left, and I, in my thought, I was like, oh, good, now she can go and be with Heather. Like, I didn't like separating <laughs> them. I know, yes, I know. It, so we don't like them separated. No. Absolutely. And so then when you guys, you left, and I was like, that's okay, because she'll be with Heather now. <laughs> well, you do become invested in this, I don't you? I told you! <laughs> I'm very invested in this show, and everyone's well-being. That makes me happy because then I feel a little bit less bad for being so very personally invested in it as someone who, who you know, played. So that the viewers are also getting invested makes me, you know, feel, feel good about that. Well, I think the reason we can get invested is because we see that you you all are taking it so seriously as you should. I mean, with the Horcruxes right. and yeah. with you named the boats after fallen, fallen team members. Right. And it's... It really feels like a family, and I, even though I am an outskirt of this family, I feel like I am part of the family as well, and I think that anyone watching feels the same way. That's good, because, I mean, of of course, for for nerds, many of us, I think probably all of us at one time in our lives or another have been made fun of. That spirit of inclusion is very important to me and to the rest of my cast, too, so that that really makes me happy that you feel that way. Well, thank you for being part of making me feel that way. <laughs> um, I want to talk. Um, we were discussing. I, I want to ask what what does the what does the goose smell like to you? Oh, um, that's a great question. <laughs> I expected it to smell like laundry detergent because I heard that was what you were able to use to make it colorful without staining the staining our clothes. Oh. But it doesn't smell like laundry detergent at all. It kind of smells like. Uh, almost salty, but not quite. That's wow. That's such a great question. You're, yeah. It's a sense memory question. No, I know every single every single book I've read that has ever used an adjective ever is failing me right now because I can't think of the best word to describe what that smells like. I would say salty, but not ocean salty. More like um, Play-Doh salty. Almost. Okay. 
Interesting. Um, and I, I, it got in people's mouths, right? A little bit. Oh yeah. Did it, did it taste the way it smelled? Yeah, definitely. It wasn't a, it wasn't the sort of taste that, um, made you want to throw up, but it wasn't something you wanted to eat either. (laughs) Okay. Because watching, watching everybody, I was like, how is no one vomiting? Um, so I feel better now. All right. That's enough about the goo. I just had to ask. I had to know. (laughs) I'm a curious person. Um, let's talk about the categories, uh, that we had during Melt Your Face Off. Do you feel like there were some categories, I mean, aside from, unfortunately, the periodic table, ones that you were looking at other than that one that you were like, you know what? I really should know this. Um, I mean, definitely Pokemon. That was my era. And I, and I just... I mean, I, I know the things that you would know as a person who doesn't engage in Pokemon or wasn't able to. Because I, like I said in my in the episode, in my confessional, I really wasn't allowed to play Pokemon because my mom thought it was like de- it was demonic or something. Anyway, I'm not going to throw my parents under the bus. But it was a little, you know, whatever. My parents were very strict about no Pokemon. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll blame them for losing $100,000. Does it work that way? Yeah, do it. How it works? Do it. Um... But most of the others I felt pretty confident in. I was starting to run out on the uh, playable characters in the, um, was it Mario Party or Mario Kart? I was starting to run out of uh, run out of choices on that, so I was grateful that Caitlin happened to mess up before I did. But other than that, I was pretty confident in the categories. I could have kept Shakespeare, I mean, I'm the bookworm, I could have kept right. Shakespeare going forever. I think I had like five more up my sleeve, so... Well, the great thing about the Shakespeare would have been, you know, you could get into like Henry the Sixth, and that's and that's good for three turns right there. <laughs> you could say Henry the Sixth one, Henry the Sixth two. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I want to ask you if any. So you, I feel like this was really hard to watch because you did go from your you just your crowning moment to. I know. Being a, and that's so hard to watch, especially when you're invested. Um, so were there other challenges uh, before this or other nerd offs that you were like, oh, I could have I could have kicked ass in that one? Oh, the the word puzzle that ended up sending Heather home. Mm-hmm. Episode five. I mean, I, I I feel awkward bragging about myself. But when I looked at the puzzle, just from the clue, just from the sentence that was already there in the number of spaces, I had it solved without even looking at the letters. Mm. So if I had good luck in searching in the right places for the letters, I'm pretty sure that I could have won that one. Um, the history one that uh, ended up taking Ori out, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure about, I'm not really sure about that because some of those dates were so close together that I easily could have been in the same situa- situation Ori was in where more than one is misplaced. And so mm-hmm. if you just keep misplacing it, you're never going to get it. So, and he was up against a history teacher. Right. So, I mean, that one I, I probably couldn't have won. But, I I mean, that's part of the reason I voted myself in episode six was because I saw Heather go episode five on something I was very confident in and felt terrible. And I said, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. So in this episode, when you got voted in after, I mean, I don't know how it really was because we only see what we see on TV. But it looked like everyone was going to vote you in and then last minute everyone changed their mind and then you went in. Oh, um, for for the episode in which I was eliminated. Yes. 
Oh, I ended up. Oh, I sorry. Wasn't voted in I'm at all. sorry. It was because I was the bottom two. Right, right, right. I just got totally mixed up, and I apologize. That's okay. So I, I think I can go down in history as the first nerd. I, ca- I can't say I'm the first nerd eliminated without going into a nerd off because I did go into one, but I won. So I'm trying to think of the way, best way I can word it. I guess the first nerd to be sent home without. I, I don't know. In some way, I was the first nerd not going home after not being voted into a, a nerd well, off. I, th- so. I think it was the first nerd who who won and then went home, right? Yeah, yeah, we can we can word it like that. Yeah, someday. let's go with that. Either um, way, I want a badge. <laughs> you yes, she wants a badge. Oh, okay, Curtis, that's we'll here. work on that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make that happen. Yeah, I, I just had a total brain fart, and I apologize. That's okay. Um, all right, so. You have seen, and you were part of the Secret Six, um, and you've seen Jonathan and his strategery, as I'm going to call it. Uh-huh. His strategery. His okay. strategery. Um, do you, did you think when you were still there that he was uh, playing for himself? Because I feel like that came out a lot more this episode later on. But when you were still part of the team, did you feel like he was playing for himself? Um, yes and no. I knew that that was probably happening. I mean, I knew that he was campaigning with House Hulubu just as I and Heather right. were um, to stay out of... Because, I mean, ep- episode six, I kind of took the reins on that situation and he didn't have to weasel his way out of anything because I offered to go in. Mm-hmm. Episode five to me is really where <clears throat> Jonathan played his strategic cards. And I <clears throat> knew that he was probably downplaying his strengths and upplaying his weaknesses to the other team to try to not go against Colby, um, which all of us were. Right. But I did not know that he was as honest with Caitlin as he was. I, f- I knew that he and Caitlin had bonded because episode two, my team votes unanimously to send in Caitlin. Episode three, I was very annoyed with Jonathan because he refused to vote for Caitlin and instead made me, Colby, and Ori do it. And I was kind of annoyed by that because Caitlin ended up going in no matter what because it was three to two on our team. Heather also voted did not voted for Todd and did not vote for Caitlin. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know I didn't know to the extent that Jonathan was playing Caitlin. Or I shouldn't say that. I didn't know to what extent Jonathan had Caitlin up his sleeve. And until until I saw the episodes. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I mean that I mean, Heather describes him as a weasel, and I think that's pretty accurate. So I'll go. I'll go ahead and stick with that explanation. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't anger me or upset me at all. I'm glad that he was fighting so hard, um, but it was surprising to me, and especially as someone who was kind of uh, who was who was not afraid of strategy. I am a little maybe not disappointed, but surprised that I missed that, and I should have probably kept a bigger uh, a bigger eye out for that. A more keen eye out for that, I should say. Well, I feel like it's hard. You're in this house and you're making not just alliances, but friends. And and you're, you know, you want to trust the people that you... Exactly. And the the funny thing is that Heather went into this competition saying, I am not here to make friends. I'm not going to make friends. I'm going to win $100,000 and I'll step on anyone I have to in order to do it. And ended up coming in and then meeting me. And then she ended up playing this, you know beautiful game where she cries at the end and gives me hugs and everything we're both (laughs) crying as she leaves but for me i don't know i don't know if you remember this curtis but in my interview with the executive producers they said well what do you what do you want out of this or something like that and i said 
you know, I would love to have $100,000, but at the end of the day, only one person is going to get that. And 12 people, or maybe 11, I didn't know how many people, 11 or 12 people are going to play, and only those 11 or 12 people are going to know what this experience is like firsthand. I can go home and I'll tell my husband about it, I'll tell all my friends about it, but they will only hear stories. It'll be third party, everything. So if I come out of this with no friends, with no one that I can talk to about this, reminisce, get nostalgic with, I will be very sad. And so, um, yeah, I came into it wanting to make an alliance that was cutthroat in itself, but that was also very trusting. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's why I was like, I, I, once once I made the alliance and once I made the the group, I kind of just relaxed, maybe almost a little bit too much, and I uh, wasn't expecting or di- didn't expect necessarily the level to which Jonathan was playing both sides. Because I, I wasn't uh, playing both sides. May I ask a question that this just, uh, I've never asked anybody this before, but since <laughs> you're talking about it, um, was there any time, because the alliance started as an inter-team women alliance. Right. And the idea was that uh, that you were you were working together to keep a woman on the throne. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, fairly quickly, it changed, and you brought two men into the alliance. Right. Was there ever a time when you went, maybe we shouldn't have brought the men into the alliance? <laughs> um. Yes and no, because the the problem was that Heather and I, within within the six-person alliance, there were three duos. There were Heather and myself, Jonathan and Rochelle, and Lily and Ben. So I feel as though for forces that were beyond my control, that were kind of Lily and Rochelle's choices, they would have been there whether or not I had agreed to it. They would have been in on it. They would have hopefully... The way I looked at it was that I couldn't really fight Lily talking to Ben, and I couldn't fight Rochelle bonding with Jonathan, and so I just tried to look at them as allies and instead be in on the information instead of have it be secretive. Right. And so that was that was kind of the way I looked at it. Um, I was talking with Heather about how she and I stayed so true to the original Women 4, but I don't know, you can't necessarily say the same thing about... Uh, maybe Lily and Rochelle, because they, you know, their team decided to throw in Heather, and that really surprised me, and um, maybe did disappoint me a little bit, because I think, if anything, it should have been Jonathan, that maybe Lily and Rochelle should have had our had our backs on our, on that side, but what what can you do? Mm-hmm. Heather and I were all for it, so we went out gun, feminist guns blazing. <laughs> did you know during the show, uh, during the filming, that, that Jonathan had multiple alliances going on, or just that he had talked to um, Caitlin a little bit? Just that he had talked to Caitlin. And I knew that it was extensive because, um, like I said, he wasn't willing to vote for her mm-hmm. round three. He made the rest, as I put it, he made the rest of my team do the dirty work so that he could go up to Caitlin and say, well, I'm not voting for you, but the rest of my team is voting for you mm-hmm. and kind of make us out to be the bad guys to Caitlin. And I should have seen that. I thought he was just trying to be the nice guy and that annoyed me, but I should have seen it for what it was, which was a double, double team or 
I don't know, a double agent, I should say. Yeah. A double agent is, is actually what it was. I didn't look at it that deeply. I just thought he was trying to get away with being the nice guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely saw that as well in the, when we watch it, the first time he doesn't, or the second time that Caitlin's getting voted in, he's like, I don't think it's fair. And I was mm-hmm. like, what do you mean it's not fair? This is a game, sir. Right. <laughs> I realized, oh, I know. Like, I know. He's, a, he's fully aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, your, your family has now seen this whole situation how are yeah. how are they taking it how does your because i feel like you're one of the very few people that we have that has a family mm-hmm. um how are they responding to this show i mean my kids love it they think it's so fun and they you know were so sad and were like booing when heather was uh, eliminated because heather really bonded with my kids and um my husband is just like is so proud of me like uh it it was I don't know. It's it's been great. It's been a bonding experience for the whole family, which is wonderful because I had to leave for a month in order to do it. So that it ended up bringing us all closer together. Is I mean, what else could you hope for out of it? Oh, that's yeah. so great. Yeah, it it's been it's been so great. They're, and hearing their commentary on it from a five and three year old is really funny. As well. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, is there anything that they're the nerd wise that they're like, oh, I could have told you that? Is that a thing that they're doing? That's a great question. My kids um, will watch occasional episodes of Dragon Ball Z, but they're not necessarily super into Pokemon, mm-hmm. or else I'm sure that they would have been uh, all on me for missing for missing a Pokemon. <laughs> um, my son actually caught the Halloween line that Colby missed because... I'm a I'm a bad mom and I let my kids watch scary movies because they because they don't get scared especially okay best best tip to parents out there set your DVRs to record the movie channels almost constantly during October because they show horror movies but all the bad stuff is taken out so if you if your kids like horror movies but you don't want them to see you know all of the nudity and violence and gore just record those and then keep them on your DVR all year long that's what we do anyways um smart yeah so uh, anyways um. My son caught that one, and he said, "That's about Michael Myers, isn't it?" I was like, "Yes." Oh <laughs> you are man, <laughs> that's wonderful. I know, right? <laughs> See, that's another reason why I, I instinctively I had a connection with you. I think because that's what the way I raised my daughter yeah. is. Uh, every Sunday, we would have a classic movie Sunday, and oh, we would go gosh. downstairs and watch mm-hmm. endless. Uh, horror films. I mean, they yes. were they tended to be more classic horror than mm-hmm. than uh, than uh, the eighties movies ones. But right. still, it, it was a huge education for her, uh, which which I loved, and um, because it's my thing too. Yeah, but my I would son loves um, Night of the Living Dead, the original one that's in black and white, uh, and we. If we're ever playing together and we're playing hide and seek, we always quote it and we go, well, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And we say it in that, in that voice. So I just crack up. It's so fun. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Um, no problem. Any, thank you for having me. Thank you. Any final thoughts, Curtis? Uh, just that, uh, you, you know, that this is a wonderful person and a great competitor and uh, and we love you. That's oh. That's about all I can say. Um, make me cry at work. <laughs> Why don't you tell people where they can find you on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff? Yes, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Amanda, duh, A-M-A-N-D-U-H-D-U-H. And you can find me on Tumblr as well by adding an extra H onto the end of it because my other username was already taken. So, How rude. I know. Uh, well, I know. thank you so much for chatting with us. And uh, we are excited to see you 
next week on the show. Yes, the whole yeah. gang's back together. Everybody Yay. tune in. Thank you. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Um, I feel like we covered a lot today. We did. We did. We covered a lot. Um, I'm checking that there are no final thoughts that I have. Um, I just want to say that three out of three doctors agree studying is important. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's our PSA of the day. Three out of three doctors agree. That was so good. I know. It was fabulous. Um, we don't have Colby to give us our one-liners anymore. No, I know. And, and, uh, but fortunately, as you, as you say, he, he will be back. And, and I think as far as the one-liners go, mm-hmm. one of the nice things is that Lily sort of stepped into that. Yeah. And Lily, as, I mean, I, I love loved watching Lily last week because she was sick mm-hmm. and it just made me laugh because she was I mean I felt bad at the time right but now that I look at it all cut together she always was was another good one for for those kind of succinct one-liners yeah. um I I just I'm so excited for next week we have everyone back I feel like it's time to head into predictions let's hear them and now you're after Buzz TV um, our, our final four. Final four. Lily, Ben, Caitlin, and Jonathan. Correct. 50-50 chance that the crown continues to be on a woman's head. That's correct. Um, I, I don't even know how to, to, how to do it anymore. I, I have been so wrong all season. Um, but I, I believe that Caitlin or Lily will will wear the crown. Well, you said last week yeah. that you had an instinct that it was going to stay in mm-hmm. the distaff. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> um, so obviously nothing has happened since then to change your mind. No. Um, well, yes. I mean, stuff has happened. We lost two women. I definitely, I think originally said the final four would be all women. That's right, you did. Because <laughs> I make all sorts of crazy statements. Yeah, and that one was wrong. Yes, I'm aware. Of course, we've never had, we've never had four women yet in the final four. Right. So, um, I, I mean, I, I think I, I want to say that I thought that Ben and Jonathan would make it this far. Jonathan, I, I feel like each episode he's coming out more and more villainous. Really? Yeah. You find that? I mean, not necessarily villainous in a malicious way, but villainous in a, um, as Heather said, weaselly way. Oh, okay. <laughs> and 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 that sucks because I I definitely have said multiple times that I would have also been the the person who makes the um, alliances and then backstabs everybody. <laughs> so I see a lot of myself in him. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, that said, I think Caitlin. Uh, I think. I'm going to say it because we only have one episode left. I think Caitlin will be king of the nerds. All righty. That is my prediction. Okay. All right. Ooh, that was well, stressful to say. I, you know, but you have to, you have to come out with it and yeah. take a stand. Go big or go home. Exactly. Um, Curtis, thank you so much for joining me, as always. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to next week. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you on Twitter and Instagram and anywhere else? You can, I'm not on Instagram, but you you can find me, find me on Twitter. Uh, and the, the, uh, handle is Curtis is Booger. Awesome. And of course, if you want to find me, I'm online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also Twitter. 
Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Plus, Pinterest, Polyvore. I'm sure there are others at Yale Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And we will see you here next week for the season finale of King of the Nerds. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.